2: The path to stardom is often circuitous, painful, or otherwise requires a staggering level of effort. Sami Zayn, though, is one wrestler whose efforts are being rewarded. As for the insane lengths he'll go to by working with Johnny Knoxville to leak his shoot phone number, Zayn is willingly opening communications with wrestling fans to show ass. Wrestling fans. Really? Sami Zayn went above and beyond and got over. But what about those that went to such efforts and got bogger all? I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, and these are 10 wrestlers who went to insane lengths to get over but didn't. Number 10 Jack Evans shaves his head for no payoff. Do you remember the Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy feud? It was rubbish. Matt targeted Cassidy's hair, telegraphing a hair-versus-hair match blow-off to a trilogy nobody had asked for. Teasing the sight-gag punchline, Orange Cassidy, after being taunted by Hardy on a loose monthly basis all summer long, AEW transplanted its great main event long-term storytelling where it didn't belong, and Cassidy defeated Jack Evans in a hair-versus-hair match. Hardy then defeated Cassidy in a lumberjack match, and then... Nothing. Chaos and Best Friends won the program by defeating the Butcher and the Blade, but Cassidy never did shave Hardy Bald and Evans, who has barely been seen since, cut off his hair for no bloody reason whatsoever. Number nine. Shotzi's bumps get her nowhere. WWE does what WWE wants to do. And what WWE wants to do is no-sell the talent talent. The results, predictably, are dire. Shotzi is a generic heel right now who tries and, oh frankly, mostly fails to work the pattern to WWE style. They've turned her into the complete opposite of what got her over, and now, oh, she's an over. She went to insane lengths to set herself apart to a wild bumper. Shotzi shot to Indy in for me by diving headfirst into stacked chairs and carried that form into NXT. While rather uh, ill-advised, kids, it worked. Shotzi often twisted herself into the shape of a sodding scorpion by either failing to rotate correctly when delivering an aerial attack or mistiming a bump on the apron. Her deranged commitment set her apart and her lack of refined craft and no disposition was endearing. WWE subsequently polished what they perceived to be a turd, but couldn't even sell it for $5. Number 8. Nobody gets Bray Wyatt's coded messages. Bray Wyatt might just be the most polarizing wrestling act of the century. His fans loved him, thought he was a creative genius, the next Undertaker, and the biggest wasted opportunity in WWE history. His critics, though, mocked his Joker references and eerie laughter under the belief that his law was mostly derived from dorm room posters did he break the universe of storytelling or should wwe have let him expand it regardless it was mostly for naught and in 2019 a disappointed wyatt revealed that several years ago he cut eight consecutive backstage promos in which one sentence was out of place but every odd sentence formed its own secret message nobody is yet to figure it out and thus nobody could put over its genius firstly only a blow Lunatic would go back and watch one episode of Raw from 2015, much less eight on the bounce. Secondly, why it didn't say many coherent things to begin with, so what qualifies as didn't belong? Over to you, comment section. Number seven, Finn Balor plays the waiting game. One of the very best and most influential wrestlers of the 2010s, Finn Balor played a patient and well-thought-out game throughout the decade. He spent years in Japan grasping the fundamentals, his style, Americanized character work, and towards the end, his action-figure-friendly alter ego. This lengthy intricate master plan was designed, again over the span of years, in preparation for a main event WWE run. It appeared that he had gamed the system. He'd worked out a way of getting over with the hardcores and at the toy store. It is impossible, however, to game a broken system. His NXT run got him over with the fans, but he didn't get over with The Office, which ultimately is what counts. And beyond a cursed Universal title reign, Finn was mostly promoted apathetic and erratically in a mid-card role. Instructed to smile to the detriment of his cocksure disposition, the demon became a joke who couldn't even perform a bloody aerial at Extreme Rules 2021. He was neither Finn nor the demon on that night. Just another ruined star. Number 6. Bobby Corbin lives the gimmick In 2021 something quite unexpected happened. Baron Corbin started to draw rave reviews. He found himself out of luck as fans returned and as silly as the premise was, Corbin losing his king status and the prop crown somehow leading to his entire life falling apart, it worked. Corbin evolved into a character actor of sorts, going full method for a couple of months. Corbin willingly made himself look like a complete joke. He grew out his beard and what was left of his hair in a deeply unflattering look and was exceptional value with his, why me, despondent dead pants. The idea was to make him even more unbearable when he won big and learnt nothing. WWE, yeah, they certainly did that. The broad strokes of the happy character were excruciating. And all of the organic charm faded in parallel with the acclaim. Corbin is now the guy that represents a demotion for Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania.
0: Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50
2: pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be... a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, h-e-l-p dot slash whatculture. Number five, Pete Dunne goes the wrong way. Pete Dunne, let's be honest, was sold a bill of goods in the end. He was instrumental in rebuilding the dead British wrestling industry into the fashionable Brit res scene, but his defection to NXT UK soured those who supported him, which Dunne didn't help with his repeated assertions that he did what he did for the betterment of the industry. The state of it today yeah, seems to suggest otherwise. After entering yet more phenomenal performances within the WWE system, Dunne in 2021 underwent a stunning body transformation ahead of his full-time move to the u.s he rejoined nxt when it was in the well crapper and willingly re-upped despite the transition to 2.0 he sacrificed everything to be a wwe guy and get over with them his credibility and his chance to reclaim the buzz and he ended up as butch on smackdown butch jesus christ number four T-Bar turns into a sh- poster. T-Bar also picks the losing team. Deep into 2019, ahead of the first battle of the Wednesday Night War, Kenny Omega, he stirred some stuff. In character, he was playing the role of an entitled performer warped into megalomania by critical acclaim, and it informed his early losses in AEW. He said when doing press that the NXT roster was his undercard. NXT, of course, was headlined at that time by his good pal, Adam Cole, but the former Jack, a talented man it should be noted, took the bait and went on a major rant. He claimed that he once worked a better match at a PWG show than Kenny, which is a bit like Stephanie McMahon saying she was a better wrestler than Shinsuke Nakamura because she worked a better match at WrestleMania 34. Dijak bought into the war narrative and drew the ire of the elite in the process, and then, well, he wasn't Dijak anymore. Upon his promotion to the main roster, he was repackaged in an all-time dud of a gimmick as T-Bar from mm. <laughs> He knew it was a joke and he buried the gimmick by taking the piss out of it on Twitter, which, let's be honest, did him no favors either. He was permanently banished. main event. I suppose in his defense, he has had better matches than Kenny Omega on that show. Number three, Braun Strowman gets ripped at the wrong time. Right, the funniest thing about control your narrative is that if Braun Strowman had simply stayed at home and done nothing but work out and make the fans and Vince McMahon miss him, as the spell of time tends to do, his market value would be exponentially higher. As it happens, by getting himself into the physical shape of his damn life and putting every ounce of mental energy into a new professional endeavour, Strowman is a figure of mockery living the chud life. This man was a featured attraction at WrestleMania last year, and this year he has made himself Unemployable. Number two, Jinder Mahal gets shredded. Along similar lines, Jinder Mahal also put in the hours. The man's body in 2017 was unrecognisable from the undivined physique he once carried. He was smart enough to grasp that he had a significantly higher chance of getting over with the office with vascularity rather than with an imploding corkscrew 450 splash. And it worked in the eyes of Vince McMahon. Clearly, he was so enthused about Jinder's gains, that he thought, hell, why not let's strap somebody up stigmatized as a prelim guy with very little additional effort to reverse that perception. The shock of his WWE title win at Backlash did generate much engagement in what was a development that WWE had the luxury of indulging in back then. They wouldn't do it now. Perhaps the reason why is related to why they did it in the first place. Jinder was office over, but clearly not over over. Number 1. Vince McMahon's work ethic is his undoing Vince McMahon, as we all know, is a workaholic, although he doesn't consider what he does work. That's right. This apparently isn't work. In revealing never-before-heard insights on the Pat McAfee show, Vince McMahon shocked the fandom and wrestling media by disclosing that he, well, he loves the gym but isn't particularly fond of sleeping. The lengths he goes to entertain the WWE Universe, though, are truly remarkable. That's not taking the piss. In what is an incredibly convoluted process, McMahon finally tunes every scripted promo to ensure the verbiage is to his exact liking before almost Invariably deciding that it isn't. He then orders last minute script rewrites in a relentless and heavily ironic pursuit of perfection. Vince wastes so much time fretting over finickety details instead of, you know, actually promoting stars on a consistent basis that allows for true, lasting an investment. He could simply identify talent, listen to their input, give them a loose direction, and encourage them to get over. Imagine Randy Savage's approach to the craft, only instead of creating a masterpiece with Ricky Steamboats, he's treating Miss TV like Stanley bloody Kubrick. Insane and not over. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.